I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Manchester City, oh, they just got a win. David De Gea made another error, and Brighton is still not safe. Lovely to have you with us, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Marcus Speller. Luke Moore, Pete Donaldson. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. You're back, Jim. You sound good as well. Thanks. If got bronchitis. There we go. <laughs> if anyone else is missing in the next few weeks because they have bronchitis, I apologise in advance. Yeah, Jim was given the big one saying that it could not be caught by any other human person earlier on. Was I saying that? You were uh, a few weeks ago. Now we say... find out it's bronchitis. and I'm fairly certain you can catch that, can't you? Yeah, or maybe. I've done a Jim Lawrence there. The, one, the, one, the good thing about it is, if whatever illness any one of us have got, mm-hmm. being enclosed in an airtight room within <laughs> three metres of each other for two hours twice a week is definitely not going to breed it. It's, it's at the business end of the season. It's the Spurs dodgy lasagna. Yes. Yes. Well, I Injuries and suspensions are catching up with us. My business end wasn't too, uh, Clever wasn't too good some this morning. Yesterday, yeah. Luke yeah. and I were straight off the plane from mm. Lisbon. And yeah. uh, uh, Pete did come as well. He just went back a day early. Jim, I'm, I'm afraid, was waylaid, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. There is no beef within so, the camp. So Jim must have seen all the football then. Yes, he must have done. <laughs> uh, so we'll go straight to you. Um, uh, but yes, I feel a little delicate. So go easy on me today, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. But we did, uh, we, did <laughs> no meet, blows. Uh, we did meet a few of you at Lisbon. It was absolutely lovely. But anyway, yeah. enough of that crap. Let's go to the Premier League. Manchester City. We're on the right side of the goal line technology in all in all senses, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh my, the tightest of margins this league title. Absolutely. It doesn't get much tighter than that. There are thicker it? smartphones. Yeah, there are, definitely. <laughs> Marcus, if you've got a much better memory for this kind of stuff than me, but was there not a very, very tight goal line technology decision in the Man City-Liverpool game as well? When? A ball just either did or didn't go over the line or have I made that up? I'm pretty oh. sure it was something to do with John Stones, maybe. Yeah. Rings a bell. It's a long season. Mm. Can't remember. Yeah. Lewis Garcia scored the only goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, that was the tightest of tight margins. Ridiculous. And also a um, rare outing for the thing is, it's not a rare outing, but to me, it feels like it is. Referee Paul Tierney. Yeah. yeah. Twenty twenty-three Premier League games like this a season. Substitute done. referee. Yeah. Has he been naughty? Has he you just sort of forget he's there? Uh, he's done 23 games, but I can, I'm not sure if anyone could pick him up about that. No, I, I see his name pop up every a, now and then. A Fraser Campbell type. <laughs> like seeing him come off the bit. bench for someone and go, oh, yeah. He's still around. Do, uh, do, do you know, does that not say that he's a good referee? I guess uh, so, yeah. Well, yeah no, yeah. if he's the Fraser Campbell of referees. <laughs> Although Fraser Campbell, I mean, you know. No, but not noticing a referee is a good thing, isn't it? Mm. Ah, see what you mean. See what you mean. It's like not noticing a defender or something. He just Mike, with it. Who would you compare Mike Dean to a footballer's career? Hmm. Uh, well, Joey, Messi. Joey Barton. Joey you Barton. always know when he's on the um, field. Probably Kanye West. <laughs> just, just, to, just to avoid all the correspondence we would undoubtedly get, yeah. um, Liverpool were apparently 11 millimetres away for, from scoring against Man City. Oh, in ja- okay. in that's January. right. That's right. Yeah, Amazing. Okay, right. I, th- I think like it's real testament to Burnley, isn't it? And how, how good they are at digging in. That it mm. took that from City. They really had to force the issue because the, the thing with City, we said it before, they are so good at those sort of like sustained attacks. Mm. Like if they get into your box, like they are, they're like a sort of like murderous drifter because they just will not let you out of the woods. Like yeah. they are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, 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 like you might save one, but there'll be two or three more chances because their feet are so quick. They all know what they're doing. And Burnley are, are 
are among the best in the league at standing up to that. And they, they did so on many occasions. What I love about it, Jim, is the fact that Burnley have turned their season around. Second half of the season, they've been great. Mm-hmm. First half, they're very poor. The reason that they're safe now is because of their most recent form. But you just know, and mm. none of us were there, obviously, when the team talk happened, but you know that Sean Dyche and his men would absolutely love to have a say in that title race. Even if, it's, even if it's kind of like a little sort of a side, yeah. a side note, they were well up for it. And the first half, they made things very difficult. And had it not been for Chris Wood's wayward touch, there was a chance. They could have, um, Edison was brilliantly off, mm. off his line, as he always is. But there was a chance they could have gone into the break a goal ahead. And then it would have been on because obviously at this stage of the season, they've got to score two then because they have were to you, win. Were you not dis- a little bit disappointed in uh, the last 20 minutes of, of that match? I thought Burnley could have showed a bit more. They, yeah. they, they weren't going to get any, anything out of them. Um, although, you know, Tom Heaton was brilliant and he, he'd said England's got to a few times. But uh, yeah, it was just, I, I thought they could have shown a bit more and left themselves exposed at the back. Sure. Well, I, I, I find <laughs> go it. it. Yeah, go for it. Have, a say. It. have, have a say. Have a say. Have a say. Be part yeah. of the narrative. But I think that's the, <laughs> that's the I think that's perhaps the difference between Liverpool and Manchester City in which both sides are, are trying to get every win oh, Liverpool beat Huddersfield 5-0 crying out loud, so let's not use that one but Manchester City when they go that annoyed the shit out of me that. sorry to cut in 5-0 yeah why because I, it was a Friday night I like the idea of Friday night football mm. um, it's interesting and then you think Huddersfield you could have a say in this I could make it difficult oh, 15 seconds no more. 15 seconds is all I'm saying at least give me that. 15 seconds is a disgrace. But come on, Liverpool's press was phenomenal there. And yeah. Huddersfield are already relegated and, and out of Inspired their by Shane Long? Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, you know, they're away at one of the best sides in the league. They're, they're effectively a demoralised championship team at this point. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah, I'm but surprised you're highlighting what? that. Do, do you know what? I, I, I just feel like in it with the setup that that, that game was, Huddersfield it would have needed everything to go right for them. Mm. I get that. But I just think as a fan, mm. with no real skin in that game, you sit down to watch a game and you know as soon as that first goal's gone after 15 seconds the game's over. It's yeah. a shame. It's yeah. hard to not feel disappointed also, about really, that. And this will have annoyed you as well, Marcus. Yes. Within that 15 seconds, uh, not one Huddersfield player got, was booked. Got booked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's become our new kind of thing. It if you're not booked, you're not trying. Yeah. There's a really good... Uh, sorry, Marcus. Very, very quick, there's a very, very good article that I shared with you guys. I don't know if you had a chance to read it yet. And I'll share it with mm. the listeners as well. Written by Ken Early. I forget which publication he writes for. Possibly the, the Irish Times. Irish Times, yeah. About... Um, it was spawned by the debate that Roy Keane and Graham Ramsey and Gary Neville had, and we mm-hmm. had a, a laugh about that obviously last week. Um, and it was about the um, the idea that you're now it's outdated to think about you going up against your man individually as a defender. It's all about systems. It's all about how the system scores. And, and actually, Huddersfield was another good example because Huddersfield are so um, loyal to that kind of system where they play out from the back as well. That actually, if they had been a Premier League team of that size 15 years ago, they'd, mm. have, they'd have taken the goal kick long and they never would have conceded that early True. goal. Very well worth digging out mm. by Ken Early, worth reading. Yeah, Thanks, some Ken. of the stats in it are really interesting as well about yeah. how much passing is, the, the, the actual rate of passing has almost doubled. It's incredible. Um, but staying on the Burnley game, if yes. we may, or going back to it, it going back to it rather, is there an argument that Ashley Barnes is the biggest shit house in the Premier League? Yeah. He's had an absolutely remarkable second half of the season. <laughs> he really has. He's what? added goals to his shithousery, mm. which, which then has kind of obscured the shithousery because he's but, saying, well, I'm also scoring goals. Yeah, but the kissing thing. From a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, I forgot when about he, that. When he, was, yeah. when he was sort of like going sort of, you know, forehead to forehead with mm. a player as they do, and he just gave him a couple little pe- little pecks on the mouth. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a power. real power play, isn't yeah, it? I, I, yeah, I was, I'm trying to think of other players who you would have up against them. I I don't know whether it is the um, lack of bodily fluids that I have <laughs> or, or don't have, but um, I can't think of anybody who's a bit of a shit out. Yeah, I, I feel like with Ashley Barnes, and I know I say this a lot and it may say more about me than anything else, but he he seems like he probably would have would have been a bit of a wrong at school. Like yeah. someone, it even sounds like one. Oh, Ashley Barnes is looking for you. Oh, Jesus yeah, it is a bit old school, isn't in it? In Vardy's league or not? I think more so. He looks harder than Vardy. Yeah. Vardy they'd, definitely they'd, be mates. they'd be mates and Vardy would be the one slinging insults. Going, Vardy. Ashley, Ashley, do you hear what he said about your So mom? Vardy's yeah. like the Richard Hammond. Yeah, very yeah. much And so. Barnes is like the Clark. No, yeah. Vardy's, Vardy's no, also no, no, hard. No. I don't think it works with Top Gear. Vardy's not Hammond. Vardy's like Vardy a, gets kind of stuck spooky, in to. a spooky yeah. little slight boy who like, slides him in, in between some lockers. Yeah. Vardy, yeah. Vardy's, Vardy's chatting up the, the girls. Yeah. And then Barnes is looking for the punches. Yeah, and then when he finds them, then Vardy will get involved. I, yeah. See, I think Vardy would have been that Hammond Weasley type when he was younger, but would there would have, then have been the the 
the double nightmare of him actually growing up to be quite hard. So, <laughs> yeah. But, you, know, Barnes, you, you originally made the point that Barnes yeah. is a shithouse and, 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 and that's absolutely fair enough. But he has, in the second half of the season, his, mm-hmm. his second half of the season has mirrored Burnley's really. Uh, yeah. I think he's got eight or nine of his goals. He's got 11 Premier League goals a season, which is not bad. Yeah. Eight or nine of them have come in the second half of the season. And when I say that, I mean it almost as a compliment because he looks like an absolute nightmare to play against. Oh. He's always in your ear. He's always, he's, every challenge is committed and full and he's, as you say, he's an absolutely huge part of them doing so well. But he didn't uh, do Liverpool a favour. Maybe, maybe uh, his um, his shit mate Jamie Vardy will. Who knows? Um, but Manchester City, though, go back to Pete's point about just seeing the game out. I think when they start to knock it around, they have that. Whereas I don't think any other side really in the league. I just does. Think, do you know what I think? And I think it's such a professional job they do. I agree. But you've got to get the second really to, to be sure. But I, I just think that's why when Man City go right, five minutes left or whatever, let's pass them. Let's mm. let's just. Take this thing out. It's about this. control of the game, isn't and it? it's it's magnificent. You have to hold, take your hat off. Sergio that. Aguero as well. Like he, he he's just got a great head for kind of for pressure. He always pops up at a really mm, important does, yeah, yeah. It's also well, remarkable to think that when Guardiola came in, there was a lot of talk because one of the first yeah, things he, he might did, go, he not Jesus in, <laughs> yeah. and that he wouldn't be able to work hard, hard enough. But he's he's yeah. flourished. He's absolutely flourished. He's going to be an all-time Premier League great. He he's, he's, he's now yeah. scored over twenty goals in six Premier League seasons. Wow. Up there with Alan. Sure, your man's done more, hasn't he? Up there with War Alan. War (laughs) Alan. Yeah. Um, You say it. War Alan. Yeah. What Um, is it good for? (laughs) (laughs) Scoring goals. Uh, Raheem Sterling has won the Young Player of the Season and the Writers Player of the Season. Of course, Virgil van Dijk has won Player of the Season. I've got no beef, but I don't know if a 24-year-old established international and senior pro at the best club in the world, <laughs> arguably, should be young So they need player. to change Agreed. the rule, though. I think so. Yeah, I think the probably, we've had this for a while, though. A bit of a hangover. Yeah. It needs to be probably 21, I think, now. Mm. Yeah, or the same rules that the under-21s have. So James Milner can you... still win it. He's still playing <laughs> for him, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Credit, credit to Sterling, because he's yeah. done he's done brilyantly well, both on and He's had a phenomenal season. season. He yeah. has. And he's also been phenomenal off the pitch, and I don't yes. know whether that's factored in, but he's been a real, in, in a horrible time, he's been a shining light and... Well, well done him. It's almost fitting that, 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 well. that the back page writers yes. are, have their say uh, as opposed to the front page writers of the, of the newspaper, which of course um, portray Raheem Sterling in a very different light. An mm. excellent point. My favourite goal of his this season, that first one away to Spain. Yeah. Because yeah. he's been brilliant for England. He's starting to add goals to his game for England. If, if, he, if, he, start, if he continues to add goals yeah. for England the way he has done recently, mm-hmm. he, and, he, and he's got to say another... Maybe he's got another eight or nine years in him as an international player. He well, could finish up with a lot of goals. Sterling could be a Premier League great. Yes, I mean he's, he's 24 years old and he feels crazy. like he's been around forever. Absolutely he? right. What what he's achieved, he he's been phenomenal and been said before, and I'll bloody well say it again because credit where credit's due. The way Guardiola has helped hone that goal scoring side of his game, finishing the chances and whatnot, because he wishes to get in the positions and he would score a few, but could be a little bit wasteful. Mm. Um, he he's just he's phenomenal. He's up there with with that second tier of the best in the world. So obviously the best <laughs> yeah. in the world are still oh, those two, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the award he's getting from the football ramble. <laughs> hey, there you go, the best <laughs> of the rest. You're talking about, Portsmouth, you're talking about Portsmouth, Jamal Lowe and Matthew Clark. That, that, those <laughs> they mentioned for Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, yeah, Probably the final one of the day. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> next, next week though, you never know. Yeah. Uh, but Man City have Leicester and Brighton left. Now I said that Burnley was, was the one. Well, you know, I was only joking. Yeah, <laughs> you remember you, Arsenal, yeah. didn't you? You, you were checking the score every five minutes. Did you see how good Leicester were against Arsenal? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they to be honest, a bit of a bit of a hand from Arsenal, didn't they? They did have an enormous <laughs> hand. Will. Um, but no, uh, Man City should beat Leicester and and Brighton, shouldn't they? Man City fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, when we were in uh, Lisbon, you spoke to a fan, a Man City fan, who was like. Oh, I thought that we were home and dry, but yeah. then you started mentioning the Burnley match, and I got all a bit worried. I was oh, a bit annoyed about that. <laughs> Wait, they won. They won, didn't they? they? Win. If, yeah. Just one. Just the one. If, like against Spurs. If the Leicester game was away from home, I think you'd have a shout because Leicester looked good against Arsenal, mm. and you know we 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 can't allow Jim to to, to boil over <laughs> by talking about them too much. But I think the fact that Man City are playing Leicester at home and Brighton look so far off the pace now is unbelievable. Yeah. It's hard to make an argument to say that Man City aren't gonna. It really feels like yeah. both Man City and, and Liverpool will win both of their remaining games. See, I don't know, Jim. Leicester, Leicester I, I, I don't know if I agree with that, purely because Newcastle have in such good form and Wolves love a big occasion. Yeah, I just feel like Liverpool... You know, Liverpool haven't conceded a goal on the break this season. Yeah, it's crazy. Mad. Yeah. Absolutely mad. And I just feel like... Well, they haven't played yeah. the Aussie <laughs> players, have they? That's true. true. Good point. Yeah. My player of the season. 
<laughs> there we are. The player of your heart. Then, indeed, oh, yeah. bit quite about Andros Townsend at the moment, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's been, so tell him you've been ill. <laughs> well, I've not been watching the Premier League. Yeah, I heard maybe that's why he's on the toilet. I heard so worried. I heard rumours that Andros, I think I mentioned this on the show, that picked up an injury uh, when he, he uh, punched the dugout the other week. <laughs> and that's why he's on the bench at the moment. And I'm like, come on, Roy. Come on, don't worry about the hand. If anything, that gets him closer to the dugout <laughs> to punch. <laughs> we don't want him closer to the dugout. No, we no, want him hit far it again. That's so true. Marcus has been diagnosed with Townsenditis. Yeah. Mm. Manchester United and Chelsea drew one. Or they didn't lose Manchester United, but the point wasn't much help for them. The really. winner was there for Chelsea at the end, <laughs> but oh, they didn't take it. True. I, I suppose. Yeah, you, it depends how you spin it, doesn't it? But um, they remain three. Well, points behind Chelsea, I think, um, with two games left. But yeah, Manchester United, it looks like the season just just petering out yeah. for them. Well, it? It, the great thing is, um, well, unless you're a Man United fan, uh, the last two games of the season, Huddersfield away and Cardiff at home, we get to see exactly how bad they are. <laughs> yeah, because I think we're all fairly convinced they're quite bad. Yeah, we just need to know exactly how bad what's, they are. What's going to happen in the first fifteen seconds against Huddersfield? Who knows? They'll David get a book. Yeah. First <laughs> half, disappear. First, yeah. half, um, <laughs> first half, Lukaku was dropping very deep and provide some pretty decent passing. Mm. It just it did not. Uh, he just did not replicate. Gary Neville was fuming, wasn't yeah. he? How unfit mm. Lukaku was. Was he mm. dropping deep to try and find a move? Yeah, digging around him. Find an yeah. energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, an interesting challenge from uh, Marcus Rojo. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, that was outrageous. Was strong, wasn't it? Naughty, yeah. naughty. Um, and and another error from De Gea, who you, you got to make the argument because obviously Sergio Romero is is decent, possibly with the exception of I know Pope's not fit, but Pope and Heaton's a good pair of goalkeepers at one club. And Joe Hart, it's a Romero. great trio. I'm not including them in that. Right. Romero <laughs> and uh, haven't Burnley announced they're not going to renew his contract? Probably. Yeah, mm. Romero and De Gea. I mean, Romero's a fantastic backup goalkeeper. Yeah. He's got he's got absolutely he's got loads of uh, international caps. Yeah. So you wonder whether, given the contract situation with De Gea, whether it's worth bringing Romero in for the last two games of the season. Yeah, look, giving him a bit of time. He's not that great, league. Romero. I think he's I think he's, he's error prone as well. But I mean, De Gea at the moment. I mean, they're even talking about this in the commentary during the game. Like, it's clearly a, a a tactic from opposition teams now to shoot it in from distance and see if you get any joy. I mean, otherwise, is Antonio Rudiger bombing forward and having a shot from distance? No. Is it normal? That's <laughs> got to be. That's got to be on instruction. Right? So you would, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't drop him for the last couple of games. I, I think he's become. It, nah, it depends just, on the player. Just depends. let him get to the end of the season. I was going to say, like, I th- Huddersfield, surely, come mm. on, you know. Um, I, I, it depends on the player. I, I, I think that De Gea has been such a great performer for that club over the years. Um, I mean, he's even had a few good performances this season. It's been unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, as Pete, as you said the other day, the, the end of the season needs to come very quickly for that man. <laughs> and it's a great shame because he's a phenomenal keeper and he's been a phenomenal player for most of The problem is he's going to play himself out of a move if, yeah, he's, not, if he's not careful. Yeah, yeah, they're going to start changing their mind. He probably doesn't want to play. Oh, yeah. my legs, my big yeah. long legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, Chelsea, do you think they're going to finish in the top four? I mean, Arsenal can't win, well, neither can Manchester think, United. Yeah. That's usually not helpful. I think it's, it's a funny season, isn't it? Because it's been... Um, it, it's been so good at the top mm. with the top two yeah. but I think if you, you go slightly further down that obviously Spurs have had a good season but they've still lost 12 games yeah. and Chelsea and Arsenal have been all over the place as well Man United of course have their own struggles it's like the you know the, the bottom third of the top six have, have been so odd and inconsistent I know what you mean but I mean Chelsea I know obviously they take no consolation in being in a final the losers in a final but League Cup final probably should get to the Europa yeah. League final yeah I'd say so. The finished top four, I mean, it's not a bad season, potentially. Mm. Potentially, though. But again, the same could be said for Arsenal. I mean, if Jim, Arsenal... isn't it going to need Arsenal to win at Burnley in the last day of the season? Um, I think it will need um, Arsenal to plan, win both games. Yeah, yeah. Burnley away is, the, is a nightmare. And That's the, the Europa, day, isn't it? And the Europa League to get into the Champions League. Absolutely, yeah. But which is very away. Like, so far away. Yeah. If it's like, uh, genuinely is the law of diminishing returns square. for Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Then, oh, you can understand. Did they get a narrow win at Watford? Mm. Yes. Very close by. Ten men Leicester, Leicester. Yeah. I mean, it's only about 80 miles north yeah, of London. Yeah, yeah. That was a 3-0. Yeah. They're going to lose about 40-0 in Baku. Yeah, I expect, <laughs> you know, I, I expect that um, Arsenal will probably drop points in both of those games based on what we've seen recently. <laughs> I really do. I know if, if they do end up... I mean, they've got to get past Valencia, but they we need to get revenge on Valencia for selling us Mustafi. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I would hope that would motivate us to get Was it Derek that. Trotter that was the uh, head of football there? For I believe Valencia it was. At that time. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. Um, you bought Mustafi. Where'd you get him from? At a covered market. Yeah, we yeah. found him in a skip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's it, it's a gradually unfolding nightmare. Mm. But mind you, though, West Ham beating Spurs. Yeah. 
that that uh, provided a bit of joy, football yeah, and joy was, for the weekend for you. Good goal, what a great win. Oh, Antonio, yeah, he had a chance to repeat it as well, didn't he? But yeah. he, you know, he fluffed it a little. Very likable uh, football player. Absolutely. Mark Arnautovic with a lovely assist. It yeah. is mm. at, uh, approaching the end of the season. <laughs> that's, the last, <laughs> that's surely the end credits of Marco Arnautovic's Premier League yeah. movie. No, absolutely. That's like the post-credit scene the in a Marvel, Marvel scene. movie. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It has to be. Has yeah, to West Ham were the first team to win at the Emirates as well, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They, got a they, they will love that. Oh my goodness, that won't they just... If every team got a new stadium in the same season, West Ham would win the league. <laughs> <laughs> what if West Ham also got the new stadium? Yeah, problematic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'd have the best away record in the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, ladies and gentlemen, after the break, we're going to talk about Brighton and the... No, no, and, and our South Coast Derby. Thank you. There we are. <laughs> Sorry about that. I told you I was ill. Wow. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. It's just a disgrace. Yeah, I'd call him a sewer rat, but uh, I don't think he's as good as that. I think that's insulting sewer rats. Yeah. Mm. Specifically, in while, yeah. I've been called rats worse. that live in isn't, a sewer. Isn't that yeah. most any city rat, mm. really? Yeah. Possibly. Where does he expect rats to live? Mm. <laughs> where, where, oh, who was he referring venom. to there? Is it uh, Al-Hajjouf, was it? It's Al-Hajjouf, uh, I yeah. think, yeah. Which he that. later signed later on for yeah, the league. probably. Yeah. Has he signed any sewer rats? <laughs> I might explain it. Splinter. I love the meeting. So when you said that, what did you mean? Oh, was, yeah, I it's actually um, yeah. the term of endearment. Saviour rat is what I meant. Yeah. Uh, Brighton and Newcastle drew one all. We're not doing emails. Oh, oh sorry. You've got mail. I did ask for your forgiveness at the start yeah. of the well, show. Pete you looks told us you were real. Pete started to look so crestfallen. Marcus yeah. has pooed out all of his professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that long. After, yeah. his, do- after his, dodgy, uh, his dodgy Lisbon seafood. Yeah. Uh, to follow up on last Thursday's episode, says Paul, up the Clarets. Uh, I'd just like to point out that Lucas Wright Burnley would be right up there in terms of form since the halfway point of the season. Since Clarets 5 on Boxing Day at Gubbing at home to Everton, Burnley have amassed 28 points from 16 games. If the league table is taken from Boxing Day onwards, Burnley 
would be placed five. But they're not, Paul. They're just not. Uh, yeah. Hello to uh, John. Not. Uh, John. The first season, half of the season, also very much does count. count. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Is it? What's the uh, aperture and clausura of uh, Argentina? Yeah. What is it like? The popular Premier League. It's <laughs> yeah. not the system that counts. <laughs> no. Sadly. Well, nowadays stats just seem to just pop up for every bloody reason. Mm. I think. Um, Johnny Connolly. Hello, Johnny Connolly in Glasgow. I'll uh, forego any attempts at a witty intro. There's nothing worse than an unfunny C. He's Scottish. Um, <laughs> last week, uh, you lads were discussing which players bagged the most goals per one million of transfer fee. Uh, I point the towards Celtic's uh, Henrik Larsson. Oh, yeah. Oh. 242 times, cost 650k, pound for pound, 372.3 goals per million pound of transfer pro rata. Wow. He never cut in the Premier League, go- though, uh, except he did. And La Liga, and the Champions League, and the UEFA Cup, and the Euros, and the World Cup. All hail King Henrik. <laughs> he uh, came to the Premier League late, right? Yeah, and it, it was, was a, a little loan, was it? But it was nice to see him. It was great. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was little nice tickle. Uh, Darren in Glasgow says, uh, Jamie Redknapp obviously didn't follow his dad's career very much because at halftime during the Spurs-West Ham game, the presenter called it the Harry Redknapp derby, to which Jamie replied, why? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> My goodness! Uh, and finally, for now, uh, John uh, Adedoyan, uh, dear football ramble. I'd just like to take the opportunity to uh, update you on all things Kevin Keegan. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting him at the Royal Automobile Club uh, dinner at last uh, last Thursday night, where he's the guest speaker. See a picture below. Both men looking resplendent. Before the dinner, a guest typically queue up to have their photo taken. When it came to my turn, I gave him the quickly Kevin will he score? Uh, he was uh, mortified, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But he did. But uh, but uh, (laughs) it was it. But uh, John actually uh, pointed out that the second book that he'd ever read was uh, the first. Uh, was his first autobiography. Um, but Kevin King actually couldn't remember the name of his own autobiography, <laughs> no. which I quite liked. Oh, no. No, no. Uh, he's, uh, he says he's never met such a lovely, humble and emotional bloke. <laughs> I like the emotional bloke. Yeah, that one. He's a little fella, but he fills the room with such warmth, passion and energy about the game. Bill Shankly and his humble beginnings in football at Scunthorpe. Uh, thank you very much, John, for that email, because it, th- th- there's never a bad time to remind each other how lovely Kevin Keegan yes, is. Yes, of course. I saw a great photo of Keegan the other day when he was Newcastle manager. Mm. And... Um, there's a lot of players standing in the background, like your Peacocks, your Lees, yeah. your Coles. And Keegan's obviously showing them some sort of drill and he's running really fast like with this like, face and the others are just standing around like, looking somewhere else. It, just looks like, it looks like they've like forgotten that he's doing it. And if it wasn't Kevin Keegan, it wouldn't be funny, but it just is really funny. Everyone's watching Killer Kill Klein yeah, just, smash a snake up. He just legged it. <laughs> Keegan just legged it off. Yeah. I'd watch like a Bear Grylls mm. Killer Kill Klein show. Oh, imagine just goes that. out into the under, undergrowth and, you know, survives. I, but I don't even know if it needs to be the undergrowth, just like the local town centre. <laughs> yeah. yeah, putting those survival techniques into practice anyway. <laughs> um, when I, um, we got a, um, a ramble meets coming up with Danny Kelly, mm. and uh, he told me that story about Paul Gascoigne being photographed mm. with Chris Evans mm. and the rest of mm. it. I didn't know if you guys knew this. I don't know why I just thought of this. Probably because you're talking about Scottish football. Um, apparently, that day Paul Gascoigne also stole a London bus. Yes. And was mm. driving it around central London. I remember that. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he, he didn't steal it. He stole the Middlesbrough team bus. Yeah, he did. He like, crashed it. He, 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 he just no. got form. Well, I, I, remember, I think the London bus, I think the driver was there and let him have a go. Okay, that's probably what it didn't was, he though. like ding it as well? No, that was the Middlesbrough team. Well, he might yeah. have done with the London. I don't think the he did. The Middlesbrough team bus, he definitely did, yeah. Yeah. Because he got his HGV license with the London bus. Yeah. Yeah. And then went went on to crash the Middlesbrough. There we go. I show at the footballramble.com, right, Pete, for emails. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, <laughs> do what you want. There we are. And uh, do uh, pick up some bloody live show tickets, gosh darn it. RambleLive.com. RambleLive.com. Come and see us live. They're all out exactly. there for you. And when they're gone, they're gone. Mm. And my bowels will have recovered by then. We we'll can't see. promise that. We can no. only hope. We can Lacks only hope. in the water. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about Brighton and Newcastle, because Brighton, it was, it was a big point in one sense, but also they missed the chance mm. to all but secure their Premier League safety. So um, I think they'll be all right, Marcus. Glenn Murray had a chance late on. <laughs> he did. Yeah. It's one of those ones, though, because it was very close to the goal line, but it is, you know, headers are a... Are a I'm not going to say they're a lottery, but they're a... <laughs> like a um, but you know how, like, that, that ball came down pretty much on the top of his head, yeah. and if that happens, you've got no chance of controlling it. So if it, mm. if it had fallen a little bit further in front of him and he could have got his forehead sure. on it... That would have been, you know, obviously that's a sitter and he's got a score, but I think, yeah, it's, I know what you mean. Very, it would have been very difficult for him to actually score that from that position, I think. Sure. I think, I think, um, Brighton relieved to get a point because they're four uh, in front of Cardiff. Man. And they've been absolutely dreadful. They've yeah. been yeah. so well, bad in the first half. Relieved to score a bloody goal. Yeah, I, I, think I, I, I didn't see the own game, but they look so bereft of confidence. It's yeah. kind of interesting because they, because Hewton has brought in some, you know, reasonably like exciting attacking players and yet, 
they just all seem to be scared to do anything. And, um, you know, I mean, Newcastle have been in good form, but Brighton are the home side. And it's a destination. I mean, I say that over and over again. The Amex is a destination. Uh, Brighton could turn that into a fortress. And let, they, they have less possession than Newcastle at home in a game where they're fighting for their lives mm. and Newcastle got nothing to play for. To me, it just feels like they've not got the confidence. Yeah, I watched the game and they were very, very timid in the first half. They were actually on their longest run without a goal in their history. Um, wow. going into this game. Is that, was it actually yeah. on TV? Yeah, it was, yeah. That was on telly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, What's going on? It was on? 5.30 game on yeah, Saturday. Five. Um, yeah, it was, uh, and Brighton were booed at half-time because they displayed such a lack of, of adventure and they, they weren't even making the runs. They they just seemed so, like, nervous and seemed to play within themselves. Well, and then Newcastle got, but Bernardo just went completely missing. That's why, mm. like, no one was Martin Perez and he just lashed it. Oh, yeah. great easier, easier said than done, though, isn't it? Fair, that, that knocked way. down from Rondon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then great. Perez. But a f- fair play to um, Brighton. They, they turned it around the second half and they were a lot better. But Perez, I think, was had injured himself mm. before he even scored and mm. kept going. Real, he went off real worried. Do you think that will add some some value to his price tag that he's demonstrated that oh, he can still score when injured it's worth at least a half a million football's mad like the Premier League is mad because we started this season yeah. maybe two or three months in saying oh Pete's going on and I'm not saying having a go at you. well I am a little please, bit no, please do but you're a, wan- you're a wanker <laughs> no is, is that I empirically am Pete say <laughs> I'm doing this right now no, you're not. I'm not. Pete doesn't even need his hands anymore. <laughs> what I'm doing is kind of a broadcasting masturbation, as I, as I do every week. Um, Bringing back previous victories. The, 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 the situation was that the general consensus was that if you want to have, have a good Premier League campaign, you need to farm out £2 million strikers and start being serious in the transfer market and getting players in and doing, um, doing decent business. Now, if this carries on, they'd be lucky to keep hold of him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're not moving him on. You can move him on, all right, for about forty million, based on what's happening at the moment. Yeah, but he'll be massively Newcastle now. He's but scored a few goals, it, and then at the end of the season, they sell him for like six million. Yeah, it shouldn't be forgotten though that and they get the, a national call up. It shouldn't be forgotten <laughs> that, that a lot of his um, a lot of his game has been improved by the fact that Miguel uh, Almiron, who wasn't playing mm. this match. He at his speed just scares the crap out of people, and yeah. it's kind of freed him up a little bit. And he's always yeah, able to. Arrive. But he's linked up with Rondon very yeah. well this season. Oh yeah, it's been. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have at this moment in time, if they can maintain that kind of form, that that is a really decent uh, pairing combo. And not, combo, and that's not oh, something I ever. Well, I have because he, he just didn't have anyone to play with. Uh, no, it's, that last it's season, true. I mean, it's, I, I read a, a piece saying exactly this is sort of. And also, Rafa's a fucking good manager. He is. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Who we won't have next season. <laughs> um, yeah. But the reason he's taking Paris with him, indeed, it is. Uh, the, the the reason why I go back to Brighton though that they're, they're probably going to be okay is because Cardiff mm. buggered up against Fulham. Oh, yeah, what, on earth? I thought me and what on earth was that about? <laughs> me and Mark in the back of the car and uh, uh, gone uh, the game, gone the game in oh. uh, <laughs> smooching, gone the game in Lisbon, and Marcus was. About as angry as I've ever seen. He was like, as angry as he was when Arsenal about? didn't beat Atletico in the Europa League. Oh, I don't. I, no, you actually said before we came on air that you're still angry about that. <laughs> oh, the Leicester game would have annoyed you so What's much. That What's that about? Think people who listen to this show underestimate Marcus's anger. Yeah. <laughs> At that game, does it come across very often? Honestly, Leicester would have made you insane. No, like, I expect no, that. Honestly, Alex Awobi reminded me of how William would play if William no, no, was no, no, blind. You're missing the point. <laughs> and it just, Sorry, you've missed the, point <laughs> of the context. Arsenal should have been Atletico Madrid, and they would have beaten Marseille in the final. And it would have been absolutely brilliant for Wenger to hand a European trophy over and and a Champions League spot the next season. That should have happened. And those pissing players buggered it up for him. Marcus, what about me makes you think I hadn't thought of all that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I know Cardiff played. Sorry to drag this back to the actual running order. Three wins and three clean sheets since they've been relegated. Yeah, I, I What's know, the pissing point of that? I know Cardiff playing a certain way and I get it and it's completely un- outrageous to suggest that they would change their entire system or whatever. But they are playing against Fulham in a game they have to win and they have 27% possession. Mm. I mean, you could probably maybe just jam that up to 35% possession and give yourself more of a chance. I know they had a lot more shots and stuff, but... I, I just reckon one of those wins or clean sheets would have come in handy for Fulham before they got relegated. How disgraceful are Fulham on that basis, you? Uh, well, I, I, You're I, angry with those players because of the way they've conducted themselves? I'm just angry. It's, yeah. it's apparently after a nuclear explosion, there's something called hypergrowth. <laughs> yeah. where, yeah. where plants start to grow where bigger and stronger Scott than Parker they ever comes have comes in and lays yeah. a load of seeds. <laughs> the, the worst thing is, Steady. when we look back on this season in five, five or six years' time... Will we? We'll think, Fulham are unlucky to go down. <laughs> <laughs> they went down for by two points. Is, is, no, they went down in fucking March. Yeah, they went down. Is, is it because they're sort of um, they're oh, so yeah. accommodating that now they're you know, now they're relegated? They're just like ah, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah, we've seen this before, we've, though. Haven't we've we, given, from, we've dished enough points out. We've <laughs> we've seen we've seen this before from sides who get relegated, and yeah. then they can just they can relax and whatnot. We're not right. Huddersfield. Was by the way. It, Alex Ferguson's last game, which was a five-all draw with West Brom, were yes. they already relegated? What Man United? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, West Brom. Can't remember. I, I, can't, yeah. I don't think they were. Um, but right. what a goal from Ryan Barber! It was though. beautiful. He's had a brilliant. He's like done well. He has yeah, done he's had well. himself a move somewhere good. He needs to go somewhere else, uh, you would say. <laughs> um, but Cardiff, they need two wins against Palace, winnable game. So was that Fulham one, though. Mm. And then Manchester United, another winnable game. Yeah. Um, but Brighton have Arsenal, winnable. Uh, <laughs> and drawable. Um, yeah. uh, and then Manchester City. It is, to, I mean, if you're a Cardiff fan, you'd be beside yourself that they didn't get even a point against flipping Fulham. But Brighton... Playing Arsenal away, and then I think it's Arsenal away, and then and then, then the Man City. Surely Brighton aren't going to get any points there. And Cardiff, Palace, Cardiff need to go into that Manchester United game needing a win, because the way Man United are playing at the moment, they can be got at. Mm. Yeah, of course. Shoot on sight policy. Absolutely. So that Cardiff versus. Crystal Palace game will be an intriguing one. Will Andros Townsend break their hearts or another dugout? We shall find <laughs> out. Imagine that. Like if Cardiff go in with a shoot on site policy and end up winning about 4 0 <laughs> with, with about 15% possession. Yeah. In Everton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's still uh, a little bit of something. Obviously, Manchester City will want Brighton to be safe by the, uh, the last day because, you know, if they beat Leicester. But they don't want to be going into that one, do they? Against the solid oh. stern. Stop, Marcus, you're trying to, I've never seen someone so laboured <laughs> to try and stir up imaginative narratives yeah. that don't ever actually exist. I mean, West Brom's Champions League push. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> the very idea that Manchester City are going to go down to Brighton on the final day, a lovely May afternoon, like full of trepidation. <laughs> but, but as Jim's already said, Brighton have, have gone long, the longest without scoring a single goal in their entire history as a club. I don't think it's a recipe for disaster. After, is it? You wouldn't have thought so. No. Um, but what about Southampton? They're safe. Yay! Mm. That suit, was, suit, what a suit, game suit. that was. That was brilliant. Three each. Mm. Lovely curled finish from James Ward-Prowse, who, and this is niche, looks like a young version of the wrestler Edge. Okay, yeah, I'll take there. that, yeah. I couldn't I help that. you with that. I can't yeah. help you with that. It was a good game, though. Um, and Southampton. Hasn't Hootles kept them up? Yes. Job done. He's done a He's great done. job. Because, job done. Know, as we, we, They were looking at being one of those sort of very much chaffy doldrumsy Premier League clubs just going through the Mark Hughes sort of cycle mm. and then they got back on track with getting an interesting forward thinking manager in and they just look they look like they've undone the last season or so there's a bit of intensity mm. at times with, it's got with so much they, they looked I mean as far back as under Pellegrini they looked like they didn't Pellegrino. know Pellegrino of course mm. Um, they they looked like they didn't know who they were and what the point of, of, of anything was. They that just was looked like great ideas. Yeah, yeah. quite. They've, but they've literally turned that around. Reflected him. Yeah. But it made you think, oh, this is a squad with very little quality in it. But clearly that wasn't the case. I, I, if I was a Southampton player, I'd be like, I'm not looking forward to pre-season. He's going to ride mm, us and yeah. ride us hard, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> as I said last week, it's exciting for Southampton fans to see what's possible with this squad and this exciting manager. He's shown that his, ta- his techniques and his management is, is, is mm. you know works across different... Countries <clears throat> and um, yeah, I'll be honest. I'd have loved him to have gone down. It'd been brilliant, but it's not going to happen. I don't know how you always say that. I everyone, would have. Everyone knows. But Surrounded fans would expect me to say nothing different. No, I think they're just a bit. <laughs> like, are yeah. you saying that you're playing to the gallery? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. That's what they want from you. Is are it? they up in the gallery? Get tickets at ramblelive.com. Yeah, <laughs> get yourselves in but, the gallery. Um, but they, they've got a chance to push on. And I'm not. I'm not suggesting they can. Yeah, you know, they can break into the top four or anything. But there's no reason they can't be good next season and have an exciting season. I mean, it wasn't that long ago they finished under Kuma fairly high up the table, didn't yeah. they? So. If that could be repeated, I'm sure they'll be delighted. But he's shown that with a bit of an imagination and a bit of thinking outside the box and, and getting off that stupid managerial merry-go-round where those idiot coaches are all over the hill, um, you, you can something can be achieved. What about Callie Wilson, eh? Another, another mm, couple of goals yes. for him. Mm-hmm. Great exactly. season he's, he's had. He's, he's a good player. He's might, a good might player. feature in the UEFA Nations League if uh, Kane doesn't come back. Yeah. And, well, he's certainly been in the squad, anyway. wouldn't he? He'll be in the squad, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Depends, yeah. though. Maybe Vardy out of retirement. Who knows? Maybe Rashford will fancy it straight down the middle. Uh, right. After the break, we're going to talk about the championship and that Leeds United stuff. Is, is, what on earth was that? That is Sean Bean doing an impression of ex-Sheffield United and Pobby player Michael Doyle. Right. Wow. Oh. 
Weird. Just thought I'd bring that in in a games of Game of Thrones kind of. Uh, I appreciate style. that. Appreciate yeah. that. Sheffield United mm. are going to get a mention in just a sec because the preview show will be happening on Thursday. We need a new best better. We do. Yes, Andros Townsend did not oblige. Tee mm. um, we'll, <laughs> we'll blame we'll blame Marcus for that. Um, so you need a new one. Yeah, best better in the, in, in the in the email subject would be very helpful for me because I do enough admin as it is because I work with Pete Dawson. You're not wearing any fucking shoes, mate. <laughs> It's true. It's very true. Yeah. Have some Le- respect for yourself. And me. <laughs> uh, let's go to the championship. Leeds one, Aston Villa one. This is what we wanted from scenes. Leeds plus Bielsa. Flipping yeah. scenes. I mean, unbelievable. People saying the most ridiculous sort of six minutes in the, in the history of football. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's a great way to drop down into the uh, playoff spots. What yeah. on Just earth is happening? Astonishing. He'll, he's happy to spar on people. He's happy to do this, that. Well, do you that. think that played into it though? <laughs> Suddenly, he's thinking, his... I need, I need to undo this bad PR. I, I, I don't, I don't we, think Should, we, the time should the, we explain what yeah, happened yeah, yeah, for people who haven't seen it? Yeah. So basically, an Aston Villa player goes down. I think it was Jonathan Codger went mm. down. Leeds are 1 0 up at the time. Yeah, and uh, no, 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 Aston Villa this player went down. Sorry. It was 0 0. Let's tell them what did happen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. And um, it looks at one point. So, so the Aston Villa players are, are screaming out for the ball to be put out of play. It looks at one point that Leeds are going to do that, but they don't. And Aston Villa don't react. Leeds go down the other end. And it's not like everyone stops. I mean, the goalkeeper mm. tries to save it mm. and a couple of the players try to defend it, but they score anyway. And um, there's a melee because Aston Villa think it's a joke. But that's it's a, a joke. That's, that's a le- legitimate goal. Exactly. exactly. So I'll doubt the referee. I'll, I'll, I'm going to inject my opinion at the end very quickly. What? My, my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so there's a massive melee. Shit goes down. <laughs> Someone pretends to Patrick throw a punch Bamford at Patrick Bamford. He doesn't, no one throws a punch at him. He goes down anyway. Player gets sent off. And then Leeds under Marcelo Bielsa agree to let Aston Villa score an equaliser, which literally stops them being promoted. Mm. And the game finishes one well, off. Janssen didn't want to let it happen, did he? The one Leeds defender that was like, this is insane. Yeah. Tried to step in and stop it. Can I just say, my opinion being injected very quickly, and I'll mm-hmm. put it to the floor... The referee is the only player. The referee is the only man who can stop the game. Mm. The referee decides it's a difficult, it's a dangerous injury. He will stop the game. Yep. Until then, get on with it. Yeah. Play. It's a perfectly legitimate goal. Aston Villa should have done a lot better. You don't need to put and, the ball out. It's a gentlemanly thing to do and all the rest of it, but you don't have to. But do it. I think the thing is, though, that they, they feigned doing that, didn't they, as a team? I think and they so just got a bit confused. Stopped, I think yeah. they got a bit confused. And, and there's no excuse. The, the, if you watch it back again, the goal, the Aston Villa goalkeeper does a full-length dive mm. to try and stop it. It's a great goal. It's a good finish. There's no way it shouldn't be a legitimate goal. You've got to play to the whistle. It's the first thing you learn when you're five years old. Mm. There's no excuse for it. Leeds have now missed out on automatic promotion. I mean, they probably wouldn't have got it anyway, but... Yeah, yeah. But it's... But like we were saying... How long ago we were saying this? September. Yeah. You know, it would just... It seemed so obvious, but then as the season went, you think, I think they're going to do it. Then, of course, as it turns out... They're going to lose in the playoff final. So, do you want some stats? Do you want some stats around the top three in the championship to to, to back up this thing that we were talking about to start of the season with Bielsa? Far away. So, in in um, on New Year's Day, the table was Leeds had were top with fifty one points, Norwich were second with forty nine, and Sheffield United were third with forty seven. Now, going into this round of games that we've just seen. Um, Norwich were top on 88, Sheffield United 85, Leeds 82. In 2019, since New Year's Day, Sheffield United have dropped 16 points. This is going into this weekend. Mm-hmm. Dropped 16, Norwich have dropped 17, and Leeds have dropped 26. They've dropped <sighs> nine more than Norwich and 10 more than Sheffield United. Mm. That lays bare exactly the pitfalls of the way that Bielsa likes to play his team. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they've, they've, they've stayed towards the top longer than I thought they would do. Is, do you think it's interesting that the top three on New Year's Day are the same top three on the end of the I season? I do actually, especially mm. for the Championship because mm. that league is mad. The games come yeah. so thick and fast. Yeah, as, also, as there's, 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 there's very, generally speaking, there's a late surge from someone, isn't it? I guess you'd argue it's been Villa, sure. but normally it's someone who sort of busts into that automatic promotion Well, Villa in terms of points alone, but mm. Sheffield United have to be. Oh, of course. They're promoted. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. brilliant. Bloody Nora, <laughs> what I, an achievement. Can I just say before we move on to that, my, my yeah. highlight from the Leeds um, and Villa melee was uh, was some footage from the dugout where the, the argument's happening just after it. And you can see John Terry talking to a member of the Leeds staff and you can see very clearly he's going, shush, fucking shush. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the forefront of getting it all going on. He, he, was, he, was. he was right amongst it. Oh, I, I, th- I think, 
I love Bielsa and I would love dearly love to see him manage in the Premier League. Obviously, what's going to happen now is they're not going to go up in the playoffs and he's going to leave. And that's a shame. That is a shame. I love the fact that Chris Wilder's done such a good job at Sheffield mm. United and I'm pleased for that. We'd Norwich. like them all to go up. We would. Yes. We would. But the fa- I would, you know, Leeds United fans might feel passionately about this. I'm sure they do. I would possibly not even stop short of saying what Bielsa's done there is, is dereliction of duty. Mm. If, if Aston Villa want to stop playing football, even though the referee's not blowing the whistle, to, and, and Leeds United score, mm. that ain't Leeds United's problem. Mm. What's the head injury? Exactly, it's Aston Villa's problem. It's and, an and, 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 and to, to do that in November mm. is one thing. To do it in, on a key game which decides whether you get promoted or not, it's dereliction of duty. That is why I wonder if the, the spying thing has played into that there, because obviously he, he seemed very shocked that this was frowned upon here, and, and it, clearly it was a cultural difference. And I wonder if that's played into his head there, and he's made a quick decision thinking, oh, well, I don't want to do the <laughs> same maybe thing again. Just trying to get out the hoodoo of uh, the the poor run they've been on. Thinks well, we need to buy ourselves well, some luck other here. Play, other teams other two. Yeah, yeah, one thing it does show it does show that the players actually respect him because they did mm. it. Mm. Well, ten of them did. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, that's what it takes. Well, actually, it was a really good finish, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe, but he is a bit mad though. Maybe he thought. All right, fine, fine. We'll give you a goal, and then we'll and then we'll and then we'll score another one ourselves. It could it could simply be that. Mm. Yeah, it's backfired. Would, it, it? It <laughs> would you like to Would you like to hear um, uh, Bielsa trying to uh, say the word Ipswich? Yes. Mm. Yes. Estar disponible para el partido de Ipswich. 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 derrotado. Okay, I give up. I give up. That's why I love him. He's great. That's why I love him. He, I bitch. mean, he, he, bitch. <laughs> his bitch have been terrible. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, he could still though. They're in the playoffs. I don't think they've got anything like the momentum they need. No, sadly, I agree with you. Um, but <laughs> if he can bring that out the bag, they might be the first team to ever be relegated through the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> if if he can turn it around, if if Leeds can win the playoffs, my goodness. Mm. Well, we all in a weird way, we all want Villa and Leeds in the final, right? Oh, that'd be brilliant. Lampard's oh. derby. Yeah, yeah. I, but given the context of this game, Pulis' middle I think th- <laughs> the Premier League would be a far richer place with Bielsa in it. Yes. It would be, it would yeah. be. But yeah, and it's pretty rich as it is. But then I'd, I'd, quite, I'd be happy to see Villa, or, yeah, I think, I think Villa will win it and I think they'll beat Leeds in the final and it'll be a gutting one, a John Terry header. Well, you say that, but, but <laughs> I mean, if it stays as it is, um, Leeds will have to play Derby in the first um, in the semi-final. They might get might get through that. Yeah, I mean Derby have been playing pretty decent last four games <clears> undefeated. So. Indeed, yeah, mm. indeed. But well done, Sheffield United. Yes. Yeah, well done. A, big, a big listen. Absolutely and Norwich. Right. Yeah, yeah, they've but they've been they've been yeah, been yeah, that's yeah. But but what the job Chris Wilder's done at Sheffield United is incredible. He's a, a really really good manager, and I think it goes underplayed. Not on this show because we always talk about it. It'll be exciting, actually, to see how they go about things in in in, in the in the top flight. Be, mm. I mean, he's earned his right. Chris Wilder started out in Northampton Town. You know, he's worked his way all the way up, and he's literally earned his right to manage in the Premier League. I think it's amazing. Did you see um, Richard Stearman uh, about as drunk as I've seen a footballer recently? <laughs> was he? He'd had a skinful, but that skin was Kevin Pressman's skin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Pressman. It was big. Was it? He'd, yeah. had, he'd had a lot. He'd oh. had a lot. Oh. He was having a lovely He's time. He's earned it, hasn't he? He's well, he, tw- it. he tweeted this morning saying, I enjoyed last night. I was thinking, didn't you get promoted? Yeah. <laughs> when did you get promoted? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the championship. Yeah. Best, yeah. League, best league in the world. Best league in the world. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the WhatsApp group. You got a little jingle for that, Pete? WhatsApp! Oh, Glad you could make it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Peter, you've got some things on your mind, haven't well, you? Well, because Marcus wasn't very well, he said, "Can you just, can you just find some stuff from WhatsApp?" Group? Oh, but because we were all for me, because we were I'm all together, doing my own jobs. Because yeah. we were all no, together, to turn we did, up, Jim. Because we were all together, we didn't actually mention uh, anything on the WhatsApp group because we were all together over the week. No, we did. We did a picture of you and me kissing. That's yep. true. Yeah, we did do yeah. that. Um, Loris Carius has had a, he had a penalty save overruled by VAR. Does that man great? <laughs> that man's great. Wow. Ever, no. ever end. Oh, oh no! Uh, beautiful other things happening around the world. So, what, what, had he moved off his line? Yeah, he moved off his yeah, line. Okay. Which, to be fair, I've said before, I think it should be cracked down yeah. on. And it's good. Did, that did, you are uh, whatever the opposite of a cheerleader is for that, aren't you? <laughs> did Bielsa? Yeah, I'm with you actually, because goalkeepers cheat quite often. The mick. Did Bielsa come on and say, "Let him save it again"? Let him save it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ren, uh, of course, won the uh, French Cup. Hatton Benarfa, one of my faves. Yes, um, Benarfa mugging off his old side PSG. Well, he went to shake the hands of the PSG owner uh, Nasser Al. Uh, Khalifa Khalifa and uh, he had none of it because obviously Ben Arfa is trying to sue PSG for seven million pounds so he goes in the (laughs) shake his hand he's like I'm having none of this 9-8 on penalties yeah Yeah. Mbappe sent off at the end 
That was a terrible, that was a terrible tackle. PSG were two 0 up. What a win didn't, for Ren! Didn't Neymar throw a punch at a fan as well? Yeah, <laughs> it was all kicking. Off. I think we might talk about that on the continent. Yeah, we will. Yeah. But hasn't been Arthur. Come on, Peter. Lovely you love seeing him get a bit of silverware. Lovely old. So it's job. Ren's first um, trophy for a very mm. long time. Seventies, yeah. maybe. Maybe even longer than that. Play up, Ren. Um, it was a great piece online I spotted from uh, Joshua Law, uh, journalist. Uh, he visited Andre Santos's rat restaurant in Sao Paulo. Oh, nice. He's got a restaurant. Obviously, quite an underwhelming footballer. He looked like he had a restaurant after. <laughs> he was running it while he was on the pitch. He was, he was yeah. a walking restaurant. He did a lot of running. Yeah. Some of the quotes from this piece, uh, check it out if you can. Joshua Law's the writer. Um, <laughs> on the menu, it says, we serve wraps, gourmet hamburgers, unusual sushis with special sauces. <laughs> Like that, that sounds nice. Um, court unu- case waiting unu- to happen. sushi. Yeah. Well, the first, the first uh, round of uh, food. This, some of the pictures are obscene. I've got one here. Um, five lumps of uh, raw salmon, uh, a poached uh, quail's egg glued on top of each other. Glued. Um, well, with with wasabi meal. With um, questionable so sauce of, yeah. or whatever it is. But that sauce, see that black sort of thing, it's swimming in. That's just soy sauce, apparently. Is that oh. right? Pete, and you're it, a sushi connoisseur. What do you think about that? Looks good. Looks bad. Not quite fusion, I'd say. <laughs> okay, Not right. quite fusion. Uh, the next round, though, uh, Dorito burrito. Dorito burrito. So oh. basically, it's another rice roll uh, stuffed with crispy salmon, raw salmon, cream cheese, sweet chilli sauce, red onion, spring onion, and Doritos. That's just <laughs> like whatever's <laughs> left in the cupboard. Right? So the thing is, they've, they've got, <laughs> it's disgusting. not even that, Jim. They've they've thought of the title and they've worked yeah, out from yeah, there. Yeah, right. The great thing about it is it rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's make a dish out of it. Yeah, yeah, and let's make sure the ingredients don't actually refer to the yeah. title at all. No, yeah. <laughs> so if any listeners are in Sao Paulo, get down there, have a Dorito burrito. Yeah. It sounds absolutely terrible, <laughs> uh, and not the sort of thing I should be eating at the moment. No. Um, any more? Oh, Big Sam being linked with the India job. Yeah, or oh, that's uh, that that'll be mostly done over Skype, won't it? <laughs> If that happens, yeah, he's closer to Dubai, and he loves yeah, being in Dubai, true. according to Patrick Van mm, Arnholt. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, any more? Is not a fan of uh, immigration, Big Sam, but he's off to India. Good on him. <laughs> it's a fair well, point. Well, I'm he, sure we... he likes a curry, Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, he's not got the job though, has he? I don't know. Being linked, the, linked to the job. I'll be totally honest. This is the literally the first I've heard of it. Any him. updates on Sven in Scotland? I'll type Surely it in you're the you're the correspondent. Sven, there, Sven will be in the frame for the India job as well, won't he? Surely. Yeah, that's more. That's more. That's... I feel like he's already done. Yeah, that. I thought I was thinking. Wait a minute, was he? You know? <laughs> well, yeah. it's moved. It's moved on beyond. So okay, here's here's the here's the news cycle. Right, We've obviously on. been overseas, but here's the news oh. cycle. So four oh. days ago, um, according to Google News, former England boss Sven Jorgensen wants Scotland job. That's what we talked about. That's right. right yeah, it's moved on beyond then. Because it's gone Still from, wants. next up it was Sven Joran Eriksson denies making contact over the Scotland job. <laughs> and then the next story after that is five things Sven needs to be ready for if he gets the Scotland job. <laughs> That's how it starts. He knows what he's doing. Firstly, a phone call from the SFA. Yeah. First That's the all, crucial one. The first thing he needs to get sorted out is to um, presumably go through some sort of interview process, mm-hmm. be awarded the job, yes. and then start work. Uh-huh. They're quite big barriers, aren't I, they? The yes. contract talk is a big barrier. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> SFA don't have a lot of money. <laughs> Um, Sven, you... Sven, bring your PowerPoint. Oh, yes, I will bring yeah. PowerPoint. By which I mean piano. He won't. Yeah. <laughs> Tickling those uh, those bagpipes. Yeah. He might think PowerPoint is a euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> For his he's, he's heard that no one in Scotland wears pants under their kilt and he's straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I said I said last time he thinks they're all women. All oh, right, okay. kilts. <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. We've made it. Mm. Uh, thank you very much for uh, for journeying with us on this football ramble. It's been an absolute pleasure. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye, Luke Say Moore. Goodbye, Pete Donaldson. Thank you to Lisbon for their generous hospitality. Yeah. Not their seafood though. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was very good. Uh, thank you very much, Jim Campbell. <laughs> yeah, thank you to my sofa for keeping me warm. You gonna say goodbye? Adios. <laughs> this was a Radio Stakhanov production. Liga Norsh. <laughs> Sorry? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.